teams are going to be like, experience. oh, Ron, I know you didn't call, so we're not going <laughs> yeah. to skip over you. They're not going to say that, yeah. even though they want to. <laughs> yeah. Lazy piece of What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Interesting Discussion, sometimes special number 130. Yay. Okay, great. Nobody else fucking cares. Okay, so <laughs> on this episode... But why is that a special number? I mean, it's, I don't know, it's a round number, it's a, you know? Yeah. Nice and... AC 130, called in the kill streak. Oh, He's got 12, 12 kills in a row. Ooh. 11 with Hardline, though. Okay, fucking <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> So in this episode we're gonna animated. we're gonna <laughs> recap some some life events. Um, that's pretty much like this whole episode is like recapping life events. Harsha is gonna give a surprise speech, uh, unrelated mm-hmm. to his life event that we'll, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Um, I think honestly, is there anything else that's gonna happen this episode? I don't think so. Hey, so, but you make it if you guys don't so, care about us, just <laughs> no, no, no. Just, I mean, like, there's a lot next. of a lot of life events. They're gonna take up like a lot of the episode. That's that's what I mean. Yeah, fair. So, where would we like to start? Christian, you sound a little congested, man. Do you have COVID or something? <laughs> man, such a dickhead. You know, I bet it's Harsha who gave it to me, too. I bet he, like... Oh, he gave it all right. Yeah, he I'm not sure about it all over everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess I guess we should start there. Uh, I have COVID. <laughs> Surprise. Um, hey, last one. Congrats. Yeah. We've been waiting. We've been expecting you. Oh, we didn't even we didn't even talk about that. That like we didn't even get to talk about when Tarun got COVID and like all that shit. That's like Mm. it's been that Mm. long since we've all recorded together. Wait, Um, did we not? I thought we. I thought I talked about Spain and stuff. No. Yeah, I mean, it's been that while. It's been that long. Um, Holy shit! Did we not? Yeah, we did. I thought we did. No, I thought we did. No, because we recorded before you're supposed to leave. Yeah. Great. Well, I, I feel like we did too, but I don't know why. I swear, because we talked about it in person. No, yeah, we, talk, we talk about it on the podcast, man. Why are you crying? Do <laughs> so you don't want to talk about it again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess getting back to the main ish, main tangent is I have COVID. I got it from visiting Nova, uh, probably from going out. I would assume. I'm not sure, but I'm just going to assume it's that. Um, I tested positive on Monday night last week. It's currently Tuesday. And as of Sunday, I'm still testing positive. So that's great. Um, most of my symptoms gone away. I still congested. I don't have like a great sense of smell, but it's not like it's not there at all. It's just, I just have a weird taste in my mouth. Kind of, it's kind of gross. I've been taking a lot of NyQuil all day, all night. Uh, no DayQuil. <laughs> All night. Damn. I actually have my last dose tonight, so if I don't feel better tomorrow, then I'm fucked. Dayquil, but, bro. That's a new move. Yeah, but then uh, so, so much Dayquil. <laughs> but yeah, we can. I'll we'll get into like why I was there later. But uh, yeah, let's run it back because I was the last one to get COVID, and so uh, I guess the streak ended with me. I got two and a half years. I was trying to never get it. I was actually just planning on getting my booster this week, but I guess that doesn't fucking happen now. Uh, yeah, you get the natural booster, man. It's even better if you can't think about it. Yeah, but then I wouldn't have had to get COVID. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so, Tarun, take it away. Uh, we we were all very much ante- anticipating your Europe trip, as were you, and uh, things didn't go 100% to plan. Yeah, so basically, 
Um, I found out I had COVID the day before my flight to France. So for those of you who don't know, basically, I had a Europe trip planned um, where it was going to start in France. We'll be there for like a week, basically, um, with like a one day day trip to Belgium in between. And then the last five days would be in Spain. So I got I tested positive for COVID the day before my flight. I was very sad and mad and all sorts of emotions. Also, probably when we went out for Harsh's birthday. So just to just yeah, well, an example of going out and getting COVID. <laughs> I, I also went to Raleigh the week before, so I could have gotten mm-hmm. gotten it there too. Who knows? I still had a good time on Harsh's birthday, despite uh, you know, the aftermath. Hmm. Um anyway, yeah, I was yeah, I was definitely down in the dumps where I was like when I got that positive because like the the day before I was feeling some symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. And I paid like a hundred a hundred something dollars for uh same day PCR, like 15 minute PCR, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it came back negative. And I took like two rapids that day, they were all negative, and I was like, oh you know what? It's just like cold or something. I don't know. And the next day, I was like, you know what? Before the flight, it's probably a good idea to check if I'm positive. Check if I'm positive. I was like, fuck, man. I still want to go. Fuck this. I was so sad. All this shit. But right. then it was actually good that I did not decide to just go anyway. Number one, because, you know, for the health and safety of others, including my friends Emily and Vincent, who were also on the trip. Um, but also, I definitely would have died if I was walking and mm-hmm. traveling all around all day like i would have been so shit like at least at home my family could take care of me you know right yeah um but yeah anyway it ended happily because i was still able to go to spain for like the last five days and i met up with emily and vincent there and mm-hmm. had a really good time um it was my it was my first like real international trip like i guess before i've been to like canada and india um mm-hmm. Like Canada's kind of close, and then India's kind of just like India, you know. Um, <laughs> it's like home. It's like not like a different yeah, place. just like yeah. home. Yeah. Um, and their way of life out there, man. Yeah, I know you, Christian, you talk about it for, and I don't want to talk about it too much. Oh, here we go, man. Turns, 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 becoming a Christian, man. It's not me. Dude, fuck it, man. No, no, I'm fuck it. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they converted me out there. No, uh, yeah, man. They they just have a different way of life, bro. Like. I just see people at like it would be like a a Tuesday night and people are out and about just like chilling, drinking a beer at like midnight and just like having a good time. People seem like way more happy there. I don't know. Also siestas and some crazy shit. Like having a nap in the middle of the day, you know, in our long travel days, we were just like walking around in the heat was like so nice. Mm. Um, yeah, but Loki, I feel like like being in a city is kind of like that too. Depends on what city you're in. But like, I feel like New York is pretty similar to that. Not the siesta part, so? but like the... Like going out like on a random weekday night and just yeah. like people are just out and about. I feel like it's yeah, not- I mean that could be true, but I also think they like New York is definitely like a work hard, play hard thing. Where I feel like there's more laid just back, like, just, just, just like yeah, just fuck around. Hey, just fuck around and come out. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we saw like a bunch of cool architecture. Like walking through like these these Spanish streets. Um, I went to Barcelona by the way. I don't think I mentioned that. Um, all the houses are like. Or buildings are like super colorful and all this shit mm. and the architecture is insane so just like even just walking through it kind of felt like i was in like a a movie where like you know you know like the title screen they're like barcelona in like big font and then there's like a cool race car 
or whatever car and like James Bond is driving through. Like it kind of felt right, like that. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it was just a good vibe. And also like, you know, people say like, you know, take vacation, you'll feel refreshed, all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But like when I came back, I was actually really, really fucking like refreshed mentally, which I was not expecting. And mm. I was very happy about. Um, so yeah, that take overall, to wear off. <laughs> I don't think it's worn off yet. I, I just feel like I haven't been able to like really do anything. Cause like the last couple of weeks have been kind of busy with like mm-hmm. school and shit. And then mm-hmm. um, also my brother moved. So like doing that stuff. And then now um, I guess that segues into my ankle that I fucked up. I sprained pretty mm. badly playing Harsha in tennis. Such a dirty player. Because, Harsha, man. Yeah, I know. God. He like, if you, if you know who Nick Kyrgios is, like, you know how he like smashes his rackets and everything. Harsha did that to Tarun's ankle. Like, with <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you can defend your honor, Harsha. Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's out here by your injury, and that's rough. Yeah, no, it's not good. Um, so I'm currently icing it as we speak. When do you think we'll be back on the courts? Back in the courts? I'm never coming back. It's traumatized. <laughs> it's traumatized. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm actually, I've been fiending to play tennis because I want to get better at it. So I'm, I'm down whenever this is like, I feel like I can't hurt it again if I go back. Mm. Um so like when you came back were you like super motivated to do well at your job because you're so refreshed from your vacation no no it actually had zero effect on my job completely zero effect like i thought i thought maybe it would help like a little bit but then mm-hmm. i realized i just don't care so like pretty much how so, Spanish people care about work too they just don't yeah. Care. <laughs> you actually yeah i actually adopted their lifestyle yeah. exactly yeah yeah <laughs> no it, it didn't but i i was very, very like we went to uh uh, like the National Museum of Catalonia, I think it was called. Beautiful museum, like insane mm. art. Like, um, and it taught us a lot about like Spanish history and stuff, with, which I didn't think was like, generally I'm not like interested in that type of shit, like meaning of the art or like, oh, this is from that era, blah, 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 blah. But it was just really cool, honestly, because um, it was different from like American historical art, I guess, if you want to say mm. that. Um, so yeah, after seeing all that shit, I was like very motivated to like come back and like draw or paint or whatever because i used to be into that when i was you know um like younger like early like middle school early high school Mm -hmm. um but then i stopped so i was like oh you know what i'm gonna like wake up and like draw for 20 minutes every morning which i did once and then um then i didn't but i'll continue (laughs) in it um so it it did help me in in other aspects apart from Mm. work which i don't really you know work is whatever i do work will always be there so fair so do you think if that same museum was here in D.C., you would go? What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, are you saying, hmm, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it, it was pretty insane. Just like, not even, like, if you, if you just discount the art that was inside it, the mm-hmm. building itself was fucking cool as shit. It was like, it literally lived like, dude, I didn't even know. There's probably like 200, 300 stairs that led up to it. And then there was like a waterfall in the front. It was like a huge fucking building, like bigger than Capitol Hill. Mm. Um, and it's just a museum and it's like beautifully architected it's not like Capitol Hill is these fucking like what are those pillars called no uh, Corinthian shit or whatever you know what I mean mm-hmm. it Aqueducts, had some like more yeah. character to it and color yeah. and vibes <laughs> but the view you could literally see all of Barcelona from the top of it which is pretty crazy like, yeah that's cool that you felt refreshed after I feel like on all the vacations I've been to I just feel super tired after I come back home mm. uh and I, I always wish that I had like a day in between the vacation and waking up to do work. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's the food? The food is so good, man. I know Christian would talk about paella. Paella was banging. Did I? I that's what you did. I mean, like that's like the national dish, kind of. Yeah. But that's it's it's mostly a southern Spanish thing, mm. um, paella because of I guess like it's a more regional thing down there. But I mean, it's popular like throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Dude, my problem with paella is it's great. Oh, okay, but, here we go. But, no, my problem is that like so I haven't been to Spain, but it's when I Spanish when you go to like Spanish people? restaurants here, right, oh. and they like you get tapas and stuff. Uh-huh. Mm. They always recommend you get like a certain amount of tapas and then get the paella, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's good. But every time I'm with the group, we always like order way too much tapas. So by the time mm-hmm. the paella comes, like we we eat like maybe like one spoonful and then we're like, well, all full. And it's just like, it's not my, it's not my problem, but mm-hmm. it's just my problem with the way how the restaurants are run here. Because the paella is actually so filling that we could honestly just mm-hmm. get like one tapas and get the paella and you're pretty much mm-hmm. like, full. yeah, I think, I think, well, also, I think in, in Europe, not Spain specifically, but in like European like culture like i think in america we're used to like oh sit down get your food eat leave yeah Where, like in europe it's more you're gonna experience. be there for like two three hours yeah mm-hmm. um so like i think if the same portion of food was like spread out between like two and a half three hours where like you get two tapas and then you get a paella that a lot and then you're like sitting there talking for like another hour and a half you know like it'll like yeah. it won't be as like daunting to your stomach, even though you mm-hmm. and I both eat very quickly. So yeah, maybe that's just a difference. Yeah, the whole time though, like there were so many seafood options on the menu. I was thinking of you, Haran. I was like, you would have fucking loved this place because it, it it tasted more fresh. I swear. Um, maybe that's just like some bias because I was just you know there, but um, yeah, I was like, Haran would fucking love this place. He would devour everything. No, I had seafood in Greece and it was really good. And that was a long time ago, but I still remember it yeah. pretty well. I think I had more octopus and calamari and all that shit in like that five-day span that I d- think I did in my whole life, honestly. It was okay. so fucking good. But yeah, to go back to your point about the portion sizes, it was pretty crazy because like it definitely was smaller, but it wasn't like it wasn't like yeah. too small where I was like, ah, like this is like I can't I can't. Like, right. I'm not even full, you know? Like, it was a good portion. Mm-hmm. But I noticed it the most when I ordered a coffee. Um, mm. I ordered, like, a matcha latte, and I was like, oh, let me get a small. And the small was probably, like, half or, like, a third of the size of, like, yeah. a small here. In the US. And the large yeah. was, like, maybe, like, the size of a medium. And right. I was like, holy shit. We're fucking fat as fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. One gripe I have with Europe is that you have to fucking pay for water everywhere and they don't have water mm-hmm. anywhere. And yeah. I was absolutely dying because I already sweat a shit ton and I was just sweating everywhere when I brought my water mm. bottle and like all this stuff, but you, I could not get cold water or ice anywhere. Mm. And so this one time, like actually after we left that museum, we walked down like this super long, like we walked down all those 300 mm-hmm. steps or whatever and walked down this super long street that they basically cut out just for this mu- museum. And on the other side, it's a mall, right? We go into the mall and I'm like sweating my balls off. So me and Vincent are like, oh, you know what? Let's go get, uh, let's like refill our water. So we go to the subway like kiosk thing and um, we order like two bottles of water. And I ask her like, oh, like, can I have like yellow from the ice, ma- like ice from the ice machine, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, sure. Because we already bought the water bottles, right? Right. So we go around and there's like a, like a, essentially like a door. I don't know if it's a door dash or just like a subway 
delivery driver, but he's waiting there on his bike for like the orders or whatever. And he sees me pour. Yeah. He sees me pour my water bottle or like the one that I just bought into my actual water bottle, you know? Um, And then I take my actual water bottle, like the steel one. And then I go to the ice machine and I, you know, Mm. press the thing in and ice is falling in or whatever. Right. And like, I walk away a bit and then like the subway lady that told me the ice is okay, whatever. She's like, like the, the delivery driver starts talking to that girl and I can like, I just have that feeling that like, you know, he's talking about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have that feeling. Um, so I like turn around, I'm like half listening. And um, he basically, he's like, yo, he can't take ice from the ice machine. What the fuck? And then she's like, tranquilo, tranquilo. Like, it's just like, she said she doesn't care because it's just water. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then at this point I turn around, like, what the fuck? I look at him with like a, like a, like a, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? It's fucking ice. Snitches out here, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, what the hell? And then, like, I look at her and she's like, "No, it's okay." You know, she's being really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just fucking water. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck? And then, um, I like, hold, I'm holding this like empty plastic water bottle. I was like, "I bought this with money. I bought this. So why is it bad that I got fucking ice on the side, bro?" And he had no answer for me or anything. And um, he, I, I forget exactly what he said, but he said some shit where like, "Well, oh, you can't do with that" or something like that. And then Vincent and Emily kind of chime in a little bit. But at that point, we're like fucking done and we walk away. And that pissed me off like the rest of the trip because who the fuck <laughs> takes that much time out of their day to like try to snitch on me for fucking wa- frozen water? Fucking water. I know his salty ass is fucking just annoyed because he has to bike around in the heat all day and he can't get his own fucking water. But fuck you. I'm going to get my water. Dickhead. God. Who said are you on our show? <laughs> Honestly, like the driver has a point, you know, like if he, <laughs> this is exactly, this is the exact reason why he slapped me 20 times with that tennis racket and broke my ankle. <laughs> mm. Did you, you ever slap buy... you and then broke your ankle? Or... <laughs> Both, yeah. He knocks <laughs> it to the ground and then he's like, snap. No, I've, um, uh, yeah, I think it's stupid. I, I have seen some places even here that like, don't want you to put your water bottle like near the water or the ice just because of like germs. So mm. I think that's fair. Like you put it in a separate cup and then you put it in your bottle, but mm. having people like get angry at you to pay for it is stupid. Well, on a side note about water, did you ever get like the blue water bottles while you're there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. No, no, no. no. <laughs> they're, they're blue glass <laughs> bottles. They're not blue plastic bottles. Bro, that water was insane. How do you know about is that like a thing? Yeah, that's like just like the normal like water. That's how it's sold, is in those like water bottles. Mm. Um and yeah, it's it's so like they have it at restaurants. They like have it at people's houses. They have it like it's just like at, when I stayed there, like my host mom, she had like four or five of those like in her fridge that mm-hmm. she just like refilled like throughout the day, like mm. kept swapping them out because they're super useful too. Yeah, um, actually, Vincent took one home because he thought the yeah. bottle was sick and he could put some like, yeah. flowers in there. It's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that too. Yeah, that water is fucking good. I had it at, like a fancy restaurant. It's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like I don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like you know how. I mean, you guys may not because I don't think you guys drink milk, but like, you know how when you go to like a farmer's market or something, you get like those plastic jugs um, that you have to like pull the seal off of or something like that. It's the same sort of thing like that, except they're blue glass bottles and they're probably the size of like, I don't know, like a Dasani water bottle or something like they're probably that's they they come in different like sizes and everything. But but yeah, most of them are, I would say, like, like 24 ounces. Mm. The other, the other national drink of Spain is um, mahu. Did you ever have a mahu while you were there? No. Oh, that's like their beer. They're like number one beer. Really? 
the only beer that I saw like everywhere was Estrella. Well, I thought it was mm. Estrella, and then the, when we ordered it, the bartender was like, "Oh, you mean Estrella?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." I think Mahu's like their like cheap ish beer. Oh, like mm. a natty blade. No, no, not that cheap. <laughs> not <laughs> that <laughs> cheap. <laughs> but like, I mean. Yeah, no, I don't even drink like American oh, beer. So I, mean, I, I don't even know like what's compared Nicola to Nicola Boltra. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> not the champagne of beers, yo. We take that. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, Estrella too is also. I think they're both like on the same level. But I just know that mm-hmm. all the like restaurants we go to, they'd also have like, oh, can I get a mahu? And then mm-hmm. I think I told you guys before about how they like cerveza con limon. Where like mm-hmm. they, they have beer and like lemon soda and they pour it in there and they mm-hmm. usually do that with the mahu. Thanks. I tried two new beers there. One of them is the Estrella that I talked about. That one was really good. I don't know how to describe how it tasted, but it was like pretty smooth, even though it was a little bit mm. um, bitter, kind of, but like in a good way. I don't really like super bitter beers, like mm. Guinness or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that one was good. And then I also had a Sapporo, which I know is not like Spanish in any way. It's like I think yeah. it's Japanese. But that one was also really good. I had that with sushi and I paired well. Um, Speaking of beer, I just wanted to chime in real quick. When I was in New York a couple of weeks ago, um, I went to the Mexican restaurant. And apparently there's this thing. And I don't know if like a lot of Mexicans drink it, but it's called Michelada. And apparently you just put beer and hot sauce. Oh. And yeah, so that's pretty much what I had. And it was, it wasn't that bad. I was like because <laughs> they both like i was with the uh, and helen and they got like some fancy cocktails and i was like oh i just want a beer and then i saw like beer and hot sauce and i was like what the hell is this and then i asked the waiter and he was like oh you gotta get this so i got it <laughs> it, was, it was all right it was not bad it was i don't know about like i don't know if it was like, um, like i thought it would be like amazing the way like they were talking about it and it wasn't like that but i think mm-hmm. it's the was it just like a spicy beer kind of yeah but like yeah. it has like something else in it too and you, you put like a, a lime too and what color bad. was it just like kind of, the red. it's like orange, red, mm. you know, like red. Yeah. You guys like Modelo's? <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. Oh, okay. When was the last time you had a Modelo? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, why you ask? Oh, same, same. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, I think it was together. Oh, oh shit, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Maybe I had one too many modellos. Um I yeah, know me Christian too, had, had like a... 16. 16. Christian 16. <laughs> 16. No shot. No, I, I, I was definitely more of a, a mixed drink guy that night. Mm. Then why did I see you like do that thing where you you know you, you tip it over and then and then you do the tornado thing and you drink it all at once? But that wasn't with my mouth. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> is context needed? No. Continue. Okay. All right. Moving on. Do you want to talk about it? What are you doing? No, that's it. That's it. That's it. All right, just to give some more context, I think we mentioned it at the beginning of the episode, but Christian did uh, come down mm. here for like a, a weekend, probably what, a week and a half ago now. Yeah. Um, and... The reason why he came was because our one of our a good friends of the podcast, Jackie and Remy, um, they recently they got in, engaged. Huh? They were recently, they recently on an episode after yeah. they were engaged. Yeah, go go listen to that one. That was a good one. Uh, they get they talk all about the engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, they had their engagement party a uh, week and a half ago. So Christian came down and we all went to that. Um, that's where Modelo's were consumed mm-hmm. and maybe some other activities on Christian done that we will not talk more about. We will about. not talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, it was just a nice, uh, it's a nice event, you know, looking forward to their wedding whenever that will be. Mm. Uh, but speaking of weddings, actually, you're just coming up soon, man. Dude, you're really? stressed. Like, like pretty, pretty soon, dude. Like, like pretty fucking soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're now like eight, eight months away, I think, from the wedding, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Because I just think like, the way I think about it, time is like, I'm looking forward to something. I think about how much time has passed since that. So like eight months ago from today is like just the beginning of this year. So like that was not that far away. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's going fine. What's we like the really, what's like the we, current like hot? Like we haven't done anything since like we haven't done anything like all summer basically, and like yeah, we haven't done anything for like four months. Um, it's because like you're already on top of stuff, so you like have time to just. Chill. Um yeah, we're just taking our time, and it's kind of hard because some of the vendors are like more focused about weddings this year mm. than thinking about weddings next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, yeah, it'll pick up in the next couple of months or so, like. I'm with his parents are going to India to do a bunch of shopping for a month. Mm. And then we have like um we have our like our Hindu engagement thing in November. Mm. Um and then that's when we're like technically able to start doing things like sending out the website, formally sending out invitations and like all that mm. stuff. So yeah, it'll be uh like next year will be really super duper busy. But right now it's not that bad. Well, you're, you're going mean, to be insane. Yeah, big changes in your life in the yeah. next year, too. Right? We didn't even get to talk about uh, while it was, was it while I was down or was it right before I came down? Um, yes, yeah, before you came. You, uh, well, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you got accepted to grad school or your first grad school of many, I'm sure. Uh, big, big guy. Uh, but this was, this is one of, your, been your, one of your big choices, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, um, so I got into Northwestern, which is in Chicago, for those who don't know. Um, What's the name of their school? Kellogg. Kellogg. They're great. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rescind that. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go or not yet, uh, but if I do, I'll have to move in January, so which is very soon. Mm. We'll just add do you want to do, do a pros and cons list live on the podcast? Mm. No. I don't have... Uh, <laughs> Because right now, I don't have any other option, so I don't want to do that. So that's mm. a pro, right? <laughs> or that a yeah, yeah, but there's no need to do the analysis already. Fair. Yeah. But congrats, man. That's, that's big. Thank you. Mm. Hope you get into all the schools that you want to go to. Um, but yeah, if that if that's just in January, like, is that going to be a lot of stress on you to like balance that, wedding planning, and then, you know, you still work in a job? Yeah. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it'll be a lot, but um, if I do go in January, then I'll. It's a quarter system, so I'll be back in March, and I'll just take that second quarter off the spring okay. quarter. Um, it's like the months leading up to the. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So, and you can really focus on what matters. The podcast, I like it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll have to record on three different time zones, bro. That's gonna be such a dick. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. What is the optimal time to record then? Central. Not. So wait, if it was if it's seven. For Haran, then it's 10 for us, and Harsha, it's 9? Yeah. Or 8? Yeah. 9. Oh, okay. 9, yeah. 
Damn. Let's move that back an hour. Horan, you like six yeah. o'clock? Yeah, but <laughs> not six, really. Shifting's <laughs> fat. Weekend recordings only coming up soon. Oh god. Maybe we'll just never record with us for ever again. It's just That'd summer nice. session. It's just and become what? a yearly session. <laughs> yearly session. <laughs> you want to have 365 hour long episodes? <laughs> yeah. Or a 52 hour? We'll cross that bridge when, when we get there. Um, yeah. It should be soon. And chill out, man. God. Hey. Hey, Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the nah, moment. Nah, nah, fuck that. Hold on. Are you what's what's up with LA? How how's it going out there? What's what's it looking like? What are the prospects? Uh, yeah, where dude, are I still you going, man? man? I still don't God. know. I'm talking, I'm talking to my manager on Thursday. Uh you fuck your manager, man. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just stay. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can stay till uh January so I don't have to like speak, like uh, rush into the moving process. Um mm-hmm. and like kind of take more time. Um, I don't know if I shared this with you guys, but so one of the websites that my, my, one of my coworkers told me to look at to like find potential roommates was called roomies.com, which sounded sus, but I was like, fuck it, I'll make a profile. So I did all that. Um, a couple people messaged me, but like they weren't, wasn't really looking at what I was looking for. And then this one mm-hmm. guy messaged me and like, it was like eight, 1600 like rent. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And like, it looked nice. He sent pictures and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to him the next day. Cause he sent it at night. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll message him in the morning. And then that next day I woke up and I got an email from roommates and they said, uh, this guy that reached out to you has just been banned from their website for fraud oh, or something. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Um, so I don't know if I'll be using that website much longer. We'll see. But so right now I'm looking at Facebook and stuff. But mm. thing is, like, I need to first figure out when I need to get out there right, and right. I can like start actually like taking this seriously. Because um, mm. I was talking to another coworker and they were saying that like people are very like flaky with this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I sort of like roommate situations and stuff. Right. So like. I don't really know how I'm going to vet things, but... Yeah, Tarun really knows about flaky roommate situations, right, guy? <laughs> no, I don't know anything yet, actually, at all, you know? Okay. I, we'll see what happens for my New York plan around the same time. But I'll be looking for living in, like, Huntington Beach, like, more Orange County than it is L.A., so... Mm-hmm. If anyone listening to the podcast in that general area and likes what they hear from me and wants to live with me... <laughs> hear them all the time. You hear me please, all the time. Yeah. Please only reach out if you've never been banned on rubies.com. <laughs> yeah, that's the only requirement. But yeah, hopefully by the next time we record, I'll have something to actually update with in terms of like when I need to get out there. But, but mm. yeah, and in terms of my job, still tr- like I guess I didn't, I guess I didn't talk about my job. Oh yeah, you hadn't yet. started your job yet. I, yeah, I, I started my job. Yo, so my job been so time. fucking long ago. Holy shit. Yeah, I started my job last week. Uh, oh wait. Two weeks ago. Like two, two and a half weeks ago, yeah. Um, but it's been fine. I mean, like still kind of just doing training stuff. Uh, mm. I guess just real quickly, my job, I'm working at Siemens. Um, and I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a support, I'm a support engineer uh, for their tester. simulation <laughs> software called Star CCM Plus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, right now I'm just like doing training, learning the program, but... Uh, soon I have to like work on my own project and shit and like mm. actually have real stuff to do soon. So that's kind of scary, but yeah. I guess it's time to actually earn my money. I got a paycheck for doing absolutely nothing. So we nah, should go. Dude, fuck <laughs> that, man, dude. Yeah, whatever, man. Everyone says that. Everyone says that the first week or two and they're like, yeah. And then they work half. Dude, you don't understand, around. man. We do like these, we do these, these team. I mean, I'm sure you guys do the same thing, but on my end, we, we do like these team meetings every week at the beginning of the week and like everyone's like mm-hmm. talking about like all the 
client like they, they like problems that they had and like all the shit that they've been doing the whole week and then it gets to me and i'm like oh yeah i'm learning like doing the modules online i'm doing like tutorial documentation shit and like i literally speak for like 20 seconds i don't want to like bs them because they know they've done the same process like there's yeah. no point bsing these people and i just feel so dumb man like, i'm not saying anything well, everyone has to they should just skip over me huh everyone has to do that though i know but like they're actually like sharing shit man and yeah, I'm you just, will too. You will so too. Just enjoy like, it yeah, I'm just like, why do I have to even talk? I feel like I'm because just wasting everyone's time. They wanted time. you to feel included. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not going to be experience. like, oh, Haran, I know you didn't fuck all. Fuck all. I'm going to skip over you. They're not going to say that. Yeah. Even though they want to. <laughs> yeah. Lazy piece of shit. No, okay. It's fine. Uh-huh. It's like that, man. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I bet, I bet once you realize what everyone is doing, you realize that no one is doing anything at all. <laughs> That's how it is for me. I guess the cool thing is, uh, so I guess like it's the start of the fiscal year soon. So like they're redoing like their account plans for all their clients and, mm-hmm. um, I'm working with, or that they put me on the same team as this one girl that already has SpaceX. So like, I'm just like going to be kind of like learning stuff from her, but like, I guess in my free time right now, I'm just like researching like SpaceX shit. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Oh, you're about so. to talk to Elon about a semen? Man's <laughs> <laughs> has so many kids, you know? That is true, yeah. He's got so many fucking kids. Crazy, dude. Apparently, I saw a clip where apparently Mark Cuban like texted him and congratulated him on uh, like having whatever a number kid, mm-hmm. and uh, Mark Mark Cuban was like, "Are you having any more or something like that?" And then Elon's like, "Yeah, someone's got to colonize Mars, or oh. we have to have people on Mars or something." So he's just gonna send his kids there, which is fine. Ew, no, no, like second generation, they're all gonna have like five legs and shit. Wait, what? If, just, if you human. just, I know, but if you send all of your, if you send only like his kids to Mars, they're all going to start fucking inbreeding. Oh, God, oh, it's true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, but back to Leon and like, I guess more specifically his company test. So I was listening to a podcast recently and they were talking about how like in California, I think by like 20, they're project- projecting by like 2030 something that they're going to like just see sales of non like electric cars in the, in the state. And, like, apparently, like, New York has a thing where they find a follow what, like, California is doing in terms of, like, those things. And, like, they might just follow the same. So, I guess the whole, like, electric car (laughs) revolution, I don't know. Like, Mm. it's, like, actually pretty close to happening. Well, I think they brought back, like, tax credit that you can get for buying electric vehicles. Like, I think a few years ago, you could get 7500 or so Mm. if you bought an EV. And then mm. I think they just brought that back, but I think there's like a salary limit or something or income limit. If mm. you yeah. Get that or something. yeah. I think that once they figure out like a more efficient way of charging and a quicker way of charging, like, mm. it'll be even easier to expand. Cause I think like that's like, among, I mean, I guess other things too, but like, I think that's like the biggest drawback for people who are trying to like, no, I definitely it. agree. I think Tesla is like years ahead of all the other manufacturers in terms of like charging. Like mm. char- I think Tesla chargers, like that you can get like a, a decent charge for like 30 minutes. A lot of these like third party ones are just like their network is not good. So then yeah, um, it just makes it really hard for you to want to buy any car that's not a Tesla, you know, like electric yeah. vehicle mm-hmm. that's not a Tesla. Like a more afford, I guess like a cheaper yeah. one. Yeah. So I feel like once they, once they make like charging just as good as Tesla's, then the competition will increase and then um, the cars will get better and the prices will drop too, which will yeah. probably make it, you know, better for everyone in, in, in our whole you ever see those com- like a lot i think when they usually like sell hybrid or stuff they they have those commercials where they have like docks in your own garage those must be so expensive to put in though like they must be not cost efficient 
to like put an actual like charging station like hooked up to your like house electrical or something like yeah that. probably not but it's definitely the most that's probably the easiest way of doing it though i, I mean don't, yeah. i don't think it's that bad like let me look up how much a tesla wall thing is well Tarun looks up this very confidential super secretive information in order to pay for our own tesla doc we <laughs> need to take an ad we'll be right back all right welcome back from the ad uh we've found all the documentation necessary Tarun, take it away so it said that the actual like wall like plug is four hundred dollars um, oh, okay. and to get it installed it's like between 700 and 1500 but i would oh. assume it can't be that bad like i'm sure you could hire somebody like outside of like tesla's own installation crew to do it for cheaper no, Ooh, i don't know if you want to do that. i wasn't thinking about like the actual appliance but what about like monthly year electric oh yeah to charge your car oh, it's way cheaper than gas for 100 like 100 percent. yeah do you think you have to like modify your home electrical because it's a different like current that goes into the car or no i don't think you, i don't think you have to do that i mm -hmm. think you just get sent more power from like the energy company but like it, it depends on when you charge too but like uh apparently like if you charge at night mm -hmm. um the cost per like kilowatt hour or whatever they right you know do is is cheaper like it's more like cents versus yeah. dollars or something like that mm. do you guys see yourself getting electric cars in the next like 10 years yeah 100 percent. although i still think i would need i mean 10 years from now maybe it'll change but like mm. i still think if i got like an electric car today i would still need a gas car like if i went like a long yeah. distance right like let's say like a four or five hour drive i would have to tack on like an hour hour and a half just for charging, charging yeah which is yeah. kind of crazy which i yeah uh, i don't think it's i don't think it's worth it for that that's fair i'm down to get like a hybrid for like that reason so mm -hmm. that like you can use like the battery for like the first like i don't know two and a half hours of a trip and then get gas and then maybe if you stop somewhere overnight you can charge again and then like yeah. do the same thing but yeah i think unless you're doing like solely like in city travel or something where there's like a shit ton of stations everywhere where you mm -hmm. can charge i think it's not totally feasible at this point but yeah yeah it could change like the next 10 years or so yeah, sometimes like the, the stations are just like out of the way too. Yeah, yeah like they gotta work on and fucking WalMarts and shit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like ten years is a long time actually to see improvement because I feel like in the last five years even there's been a huge yeah rapid yeah. rapid change, man. It's pretty crazy that you can run a car off a of battery, bro. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. The RCXD, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a three kill streak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two with hardline though. Two with hardline. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Game changer. People that don't play COD have no idea what we're saying. They have a new COD coming. Hey, out. what did Hardline Pro do again? We can get like, like the pro version of the perks. What the fuck did that do? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it does though. Maybe you got like more. You get like an automatic predator missile as soon as you spawn or something. <laughs> well, but I have harsher right here. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> <laughs> You strike me as one to have a hybrid car, Harsha. Tell me about, tell me about your thoughts on this endeavor. Yeah, I, th I definitely think I'll get an electric car for my next car, um, the next 10, 15 years. But yeah, I think I would like to run said at least for now. Mm. I still have a old reliable like Camry or something. <laughs> I wish Harsha could care about me like he cares about the environment. But what? What are you gonna do? Why do you want him to not care about you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why did you say what, Harsha? I care about you, man. Oh, okay. 
ไปถึงอาร์ีเซนต์ลงเกิดมาเต็มไปไหมใช่คือ deep question how deep are you guys currently happy with how your how your life is right now like if you look back Wait, what do you mean happy like with how content how life? content yeah how content are you with how your life has been so far should I rate it out of like 10 or something yeah sure I feel like I'm pretty high up, bro. Like I can't, I can't necessarily like complain about anything. I would definitely say I'm like, no, honestly, I I could say I'm a ten. I feel like with my current situation, I feel like I could say I'm a ten, and that doesn't mean like, like I was thinking about maybe giving it like an eight or a nine because like mm. I want to go to New York and it would be better, or whatever. But like as it currently stands, like if I had to live like the next five years like this. Okay, maybe that's like a long time. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> so it's more I can, than I can, out of nine. <laughs> I could I could last a decent amount of time more in my current situation and still be pretty pretty happy with myself. I think for me it's more like I think I need more like challenges in life, but that doesn't mean like my situation is any worse because I I want to tackle more. You know. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Good outlook. I give myself a nine. Uh, just because I don't want to give myself a ten, uh, I'm also <laughs> I'm pretty happy with how things have been going. I think um, I don't know. I don't think I would like change anything, but I feel like I could have um, had the the confidence I have now a little bit sooner in my life. Uh, mm. I think it I develop a little bit more so in college than mm. like before, which I think people do anyways. When you leave yeah. your house, you, it's like, a natural progression. But, but yeah, I think uh, something like that, and then like just some choices about like like what I studied in school, because mm. I feel like I just threw away a hundred k. I didn't really learn anything. What would you have? What would you have learned instead? Um, I don't. I think I would have done like that's a good question. I don't know, but I wouldn't have done what I did because I don't. <laughs> like I didn't, I I'm not using it. Yeah. Like yeah, mm. I guess like if I really like think think about it, like should have done like CS and just become like really good at CS and then mm. like been better now before it. But but like you also don't want to do CS moving on, right? Um. Yeah, but maybe I like decided that I like really liked it or like found something mm. or like I see. I feel like if I was good at it, I would like it. You know. But yeah. I feel like ISC also taught you principles that's like relevant to what you'd be learning nah, in your masters. No, 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 no. <laughs> not really, nothing at all. I feel like you definitely will. You definitely learned some stuff there that's probably relevant to what. Dude, I don't even. I can't tell you what, anything that I've retained that I. <laughs> but like, how about just like the integration of like processes, like among like in a in like a, I feel like that's like important, you know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really Speaking trying. of integration, I though, I. I recently thought about how little I remember from all the math classes that I took in college. Like, yeah, same. There was so much, um, like, data science math that I completely fucking threw out the window. I guess honestly, mm. um, like, there's there's some functions that I've I've used at work or like at school, uh, like at masters that mm-hmm. I remember like doing the hand math for. But now I just call a function and it does it, which I don't know. I feel like it's fine, but yeah. I also feel bad about myself that I literally do, mm. do not remember like where to even like start with that math anymore. Mm. No, but that's the whole point of like having these like programs that you just call and do it for you. No, no, no. I definitely understand that. Like 
I think even when I was learning that shit, you know, back then I was like, oh, what the fuck is the point of this when I can just call a function? Yeah. Um, it just like feels bad that like you don't have the ability I, to. Yeah, like I had yeah. to do it, and so like I should. I wish I retained it, you know, at least mm. to know like in the back of my head, you know. Mm. I don't know. I think um, I don't know if all grad schools are like this, but at least for like MBA, I was looking into it and. And you don't have to declare, like, any sort of major for, like, your MBA. You just, like, take enough classes to get to, like, 15 or 16 credits. And, like, you can just mm-hmm. take, like, a class in this, a class there. Like, and I feel like that's so much better. Dude, it's so good. It's honestly, like, the best way. To- I fucking hated. I don't know about you guys, like, with your undergrad majors. But for mechanical at Virginia Tech, like, the amount of bullshit classes I had to take that had nothing to do with what I was cared for, what I was interested in, it was ridiculous. I think, like, yeah. I didn't actually, like, have, like freedom in the classes i took until maybe like junior year like second semester so that's literally mm-hmm. like five semesters of me just like being forced to take all these classes that i like didn't care for didn't want to take and it's just oh i hated it man and then that's when i got to grad school like i had like full autonomy and like that stuff i could like mm-hmm. choose what path i wanted to go to even if i got like you could literally choose the path and like like the next semester just completely or the next quarter completely change what you wanted to do just because like it was so flexible with like what classes you had like only like you only had to take like two classes within like a certain like focus area and the rest is literally all up to you like you can mm-hmm. choose what you want to learn and i feel like that should always be how it should like that should be like that in undergrad they don't they shouldn't force you to take classes that you're not interested in just because they're like oh you like you gotta yeah. see everything all sides of the coin like if you're if you come into undergrad and know exactly what you want like off the bat like you shouldn't be forced into a path that you don't need to take i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah what i was gonna say is like at tech i took so many fucking bullshit like electives bro i took like american indian studies like where the what the, dude i don't even know what the hell we even talk about that in class bro um well like what a waste of time and money dude i could have like saved a year of my life if i got rid of those electives yeah so fucking stupid are you talking more about like within your like departments like is that where you had a lot of dumbass classes that like didn't make any sense they like didn't pertain to like what you wanted to study that's what I was talking about. I think Katrina yeah, was talking yeah, more yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, I was talking more generally. I guess, right, right, right. But, yeah. So I think it's different for like STEM and lib arts because like for me, like, yeah, I had a, like probably my freshman year, maybe the beginning of my sophomore year, I had classes like that. But after that, like, I think it also could be different because I had a concentration. And so like my path was a little more narrowed. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I did have a lot of autonomy with the kinds of classes that I had to take. I, I mean, like, I had departmental classes for, like, the communications department and then major specific and then concentration specific. So, like, my path was, like, very, like, there was probably only, like, two or three, like, different classes that I could have taken with, along the way. Um, but, like, because it was something I interest, I was interested in, for the most part, other than, like, those, like, comm classes senior year, like, the capstone ones, I... I didn't have a problem taking them because they were interesting and I knew that they'd be helpful down the road. So I think it's a difference also with how like STEM is taught and then how lib arts is taught. Cause I think STEM, I think STEM a lot of the times they're like, Oh, this is the only way you can do things. Yeah. And this is the only yeah. like route to go about things. Cause like obviously scientifically, like there's only going to be one right answer to a problem usually. So there's like, this is the formula. This is the solution mm-hmm. that you get there. And so maybe things aren't as like broadly thought about, I guess. Yeah, I think like the problem with mechanical, mechanical engineering like as a field is that it's just so broad that like there's like probably like within mechanical engineering, there's probably like four different branches that you can go off into. Mm-hmm. And then within those four branches, it's probably like another two branches. And, those, and it's just like, they want you to cover all of it so that you make a well-informed decision by the time you leave. But the mm-hmm. thing is, 
I feel like it's more that you've learned so much that you don't know enough in anything specifically. So right. then when you leave, at least for me, I don't, I mean, not everyone yeah. felt that way. But like for me, I just like felt like I didn't know enough about a certain field for me to be comfortable working. And I feel, I don't know, I, maybe it's, I, I think it's just like not Virginia Tech, but just like all universities with terms of mechanical engineering. Like it's just, they just struggle to like come up with a curriculum that mm. can like allow you to focus on something more specifically after your sophomore year. Yeah. I also think with STEM, like technology and shit changes so quickly that a lot of the shit that they teach apart from like the underlying like math or physics or whatever like that can be applied to anything mm-hmm. um because it changes so quickly like what they teach you just doesn't apply anymore to your day-to-day job you know mm. um like me and harsha had to uh do some projects in our cs classes where we had to write like assembly code or like machine language who, who the what the fuck like i mean it wasn't necessarily like a bad lecture, but like, I don't know. It's just so like useless. Like I would never ever use that ever again in my life. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just wish like, and I hope for like my kids when they go to college, it's more like, I hope college is more like YouTube in a sense where they just like release a new video and it's like a new topic about something new, you know what I mean? That they would actually use later on. They're like, you know what I mean? Mm. Instead of just like some old curriculum that's like, passed on from professor to professor to professor to professor, um, like using the same old textbooks and shit like that. Yeah. So Haram, what's your rating? <laughs> oh, my oh, life. Oh, shit. Uh, Wait, you, who should you even go? Yeah, you go. No, no, we're going in descending order. You go. No, you, I posed the question. You got to go. No, no, no. no. I, we're going off. in descending order. You go. <laughs> How do you know mine's descending, man? What about I'm my, pretty about sure I know yours is above mine. Go ahead. Uh, I think I'd give my life... See... Okay, this is where I would make a distinction. When I say, like, because I could, if I say, like, a low number, I feel like I'm not, like, I'm being ungrateful for the life I've had. And I've been given a lot of Don't worry, whatever number you're going to say. So, like, I'm, I'm ranking it more about, like, what I did in my life, given the opportunities that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's different to how I answered them. Yeah, sorry, I should have, I guess I made the clarification myself. But, I mean, you can answer whatever. I never really said that originally, so you can stick with your answer. It was fine. Yeah. Um, But given my interpretation, I would probably give my life, like, a six i would say <laughs> why are you lower still <laughs> yeah <laughs> um for both questions <laughs> to be determined continue <laughs> yeah i don't know i just like i was just like thinking about it more recently just because like i just started a new job so i feel like it's like the next like chapter in my life um i don't know i guess looking back i feel like i didn't really capitalize on my experience at stanford i feel like i could have done more in terms of like getting to know people maybe like getting mm-hmm like more connections maybe like more job offers along those lines like i'm mm-hmm. i'm great like i'm grateful that i have a job now and like it's a good job it's a good paying job and like i feel like i'll learn a lot from it but i just feel like i didn't capitalize on the like the two years after college when i was in grad mm-hmm. school um yeah. like i got my degree and that was great and i learned a lot but i feel like i could have done more um but like in terms of personal growth i mean like honestly if you asked me this question after the first year of masters i would have said like maybe like a three but i feel like that year alone last year kind of like helped me gain more confidence in myself. And given that, I feel like that kind of boosted my score. Um, but yeah, hopefully when, you know, maybe like a year or two time, when you look back, it's a higher score. But yeah, for now, I'd say, I'd say it's six. But I'm always like, you know, it's good. That's good. I feel like I don't want to give myself a high score and then get complacent. I feel like I want to mm-hmm. work towards something. So, all right, Christian. Okay, so. Wait, why'd you give it? Wait, what? Why are you flicking me off? You saying I'm complacent? You didn't use this question. Why are you comparing <laughs> your answer to mine, man? It's all a different experience. 
So I'm a one. I have a long way to go. <laughs> Dude, New York, yeah, it's pretty far. <laughs> Especially an electric car. <laughs> so when you first said this question, my first, it's going to sound weird because it's close to your number, but like just below. But the first number that popped in my head was like five, five. And I don't know where that number comes from. I mean, obviously, I mean, I can't think you of You want a 5.5 five in, in a 100-yard dash, bro? Bro, I'm not Eli Manning. What do you think? 55 is in between one Chad and Powers. Christian. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I think I didn't really put it into, like, the perspective that Haran just did, where it was, like, giving you opportunities, I guess. That is mm-hmm. also how I answered the question, though, because comparatively to like how other people have been given opportunities yeah maybe should be a little bit higher but yeah with in the context of like the opportunity that's been afforded and like the things i've done like i guess this is a good time to bring up that i just got a job so hey let's fucking go (laughs) and i'll be moving to nova although by the time this podcast comes out my first day in the office is like tomorrow so yeah uh surprise um <laughs> anyway so yeah it's just the fact that it took me till how old am i 24 and a half ish and like yeah the timeline wasn't ideal for me and like there's a lot of things about like how i approach things that i still want to change and like my i think my perspective on things is pretty fine like mm-hmm. i think i approach things like pretty um like unbiased and like pretty fair when it comes to situations and how I deal with things, I try not to focus too much on just like what I would want out of the situation. I try to be inclusive and sort that sort of thing. So that's, I think that's why my number's a little bit higher than maybe my initial thought could have been. But yeah, I think I'm just getting like a late start on a lot of things. And like, like what Haram is saying, like I think my relationships with people have deteriorated a lot over time. And so, you know, I have a part to play in that as well. So it's not just, I can't just blame everybody else for that. So it's also partly on me. So I wish I'd done a better job with things like that. Um, and yeah, like I, I had a lot of great opportunities and stuff in college and I chose to go down different routes of things that looking back, like maybe I could have made more out of things, but I think it's also harsh to just kind of like, sit there and like feel sorry for yourself for things that you've done in the past when you can't change them anymore so yeah i mean i think it's healthy to look back on things but it's really easy to also just get stuck up on things and yeah it's like mm-hmm. hard to move over move past things that you did in the past so yeah definitely a lot of room for personal growth with like being comfortable with like who you are and that kind of stuff so maybe we're above 50 percent. that's a, that's a w we take those all right, now is the fun part. Now we evaluate other people's lives. So, oh. question, how? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We won't be doing that. Um, yeah, I don't right. know. I just thought it would be, be interesting to talk about in the podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we can maybe look back this in a year, year's yeah. time. And we we'll have numbers are flipped. September 20th, 2023. We'll see what yeah. changed. <laughs> Given that we still record after we're all on these different time zones, but, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. 180, yeah. If we if we if this podcast makes it through, like all our different lives in the next like three to five months, 
That's we're gonna be. There's dude, no stopping. We're this. the Hall of Famers, bro. What the <laughs> fuck? Kind of goated, what the hell kind of goaded shit is that, bro? No one can keep up with us, bro. Let's go. Actually, right, if you get married and we still have the podcast, bro, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think you'll quit the podcast when you get married? Nah, I can't quit you guys. Something are you guys you scared to quit because you don't want to be the first one to quit? Or <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I feel like maybe this should be the next question, right? Instead of saying okay. like, oh, this person's like too happy, uh, too, like too happy. Um, <laughs> happy. Who do you think will be the first to like post in the chat? Like, hey, yo, I don't think I can do the podcast no more. Blah, blah, blah. I think it's going to be me, man. Cause I'll be like so far away from you guys and you guys are going to be ganging up on me and all right, that well, wasn't my reasoning, podcast. but I also thought it was gonna be you. <laughs> what was your reasoning? I don't know. I just feel like it's gonna be you. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna consider myself a burden for making you guys record so late, bro. I'll stay yeah, up all you night. should, okay. bro. Let's record it six your time, bro. I'll be getting out of work. I'll be driving. Meal will be like a fucking like two hour commute with the traffic and stuff. I won't go home till like seven. Two hour, bro. Nah, what? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Hopefully not. Not always, but I don't want to be driving more than like 30 minutes to get back home from work. I honestly feel like no one's going to leave the podcast for someone else. Like if, like if one person leaves, like we're just yeah. going to end it. Like it's like, it. I guess you're asking who's going to initiate ending it or you're just going to be like the first person to just uh, leave the podcast straight up. Either one, I guess. I think that, I mean, I think that we're all going to be in it for a long time, but like if Christian one day decides he doesn't want to do this anymore, there's no podcast without Christian. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Especially I think now you'll be more yeah, busy now, maybe. Yeah, inevitably, I feel like we're going to have to divvy up, like, editing if yeah. Christian. I mean, like, not to get too deep into my job, but, like, part of my job, uh, my new, that my job is, like, podcast editing. So, like, also, like, I'm not that busy. Like, actually, like, looking at my schedule. So, like, I thought about it. It's like, oh, what if I went to the office? Like, to, for context, like, I just started yesterday, right? It's this place in D.C. It's like a financial whatever. And so... It's like, okay, what if I was in the office? And then, like, yesterday, I would have, like, I had, like, probably, like, five meetings yesterday, right? And I would have got there, like, 9.30, would have left at, like, 4.30. So, that's, that's like, what, six, no, seven hours? Seven. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, like, a normal day for, like, most people, right? But, like, today, my first meeting was at, like, 11. And, like, my last meeting was at, like, 2.30. So, like, I could have just got, been at the, and Tuesday is normally the day that I'm going to be in office. And so... I'll get there, like, I'll leave my apartment at, like, 9.30, like, 10 o'clock, and then get back at, like, 4. And like, I, feel, I feel like now, like, I'm pressured to, like, want to do things outside of work so that, like, at least I'm, like, trying to catch up with everybody else. But, like, once I'm at work, like, after that, like, I guess I'm technically, like, on call or, like, somebody has to have, like, a spontaneous meeting on, like, Teams or something. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm there until 4.30, but, or 5.30, but... I'm kind of basically I just have to show up to my meetings and get my work done like outside of that and mm -hmm. then they don't care otherwise yeah so welcome to work in life man <laughs> I feel like too yeah, like, maybe this is because I don't fully completely enjoy what I do at work but I feel like it kind of motivate motivates me to do shit outside of work you know mm, yeah I like think doing shit that I don't care about makes me think about shit that I want to do that I care about you know mm. yeah I feel that I haven't gotten to the point of it's only been 48 hours, so I haven't gotten to the <laughs> point of where I don't care about it yet. But yeah. when I get there, when I start editing these podcasts about these dudes talking about the financial crisis and like fucking like 
Santorini. I'm sure. Should we, should we try to imitate that for one of our episodes? Let bro, us know in the comments bro, if you want to know. Like, yo, our episodes are dry, but they're not going to be that fucking dry. Okay, <laughs> I promise you. Christian, so since you're moving to Nova soon, what's one thing that you're least looking forward to about living here? Oh, can I answer? Can I answer for him? Oh, sure. sure. All right. I think I think Christian Dench is going to be the the constant social activity that might be required of him. I mean, that is part of it, but that's not like the main thing. I think no, the main okay. thing, can I just say, I think the main thing is that he's going to miss all of us because we're all leaving. No way. Why are you making it so depressing? <laughs> we're, not even, we're not even gone yet. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, like, before you guys even answer. Wait, wait, no, before, wait, no, harsh oh, okay. to get <sighs> What's not to like about Nova, man? I love it here. It's not <laughs> ad, bro. We just fucking answer the question. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think because, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that I don't like about living here. Well, think about Christian. How about you? <laughs> yeah, but that, what's wrong with it? I, I, I don't think there's anything that you would, like super dislike. Then why did you even ask the question? <laughs> because I want to. That's I need to know. I, mean, I would ask a question if I don't. If I know the answer, <laughs> I need him to tell me. Yeah, but like you make it sound like there's nothing to like. Just say something. Or nothing actually. not to Just like. say something. Just something? Okay. Uh, I think DC gets super boring after a while. DC and Arlington. Oh, that's it. Hmm. Okay. Can I talk now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess. I guess. Wait, guys, let's go again. <laughs> <laughs> round two, round two. <laughs> so like I said, I think the commuting part is going to be kind of annoying. It is nice that my job like offers like a, uh, I don't know, like compensation. A metro pass. Kind of, yeah. They give me like a reimbursement cool. for travel, so Respect. that's nice. But I don't know. I think like taking the metro like into DC. It's one thing to like get around Nova on the metro, I think. But like to actually go into DC, like oh, also the other thing I'm gonna hate is like dressing up for work. Like that's gonna be painful. Oh, mm. dude, yeah. You have to. Is that like a? They, they never said it, but like I just I was been watching people in like meetings and they're like they're not like suit and tie, but like. They're like like khakis, and like, like a polo and khakis, or something. yeah, or like a dress shirt, and like this like one intern on my team, he was wearing like a dress shirt and a tie, and I was like, oh, maybe he's going like overboard. But then I was like looking at other people in the room, they're all like, oh, they're kind of like just like like kind of like semi formally. Yeah. So I guess only two can, days a week, so it's not horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so once it starts that. getting colder, you could just pull up with a jacket and like a quarter zip, and that'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know? uh, I'm already wearing like fucking cardigans over t-shirts in my meeting, so like it's fine. Um. <laughs> But did that and like, Han's not wrong about like, now I have like an easy excuse. Like, oh, I live a thousand miles away. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fucking talk to me. (laughs) But like, yeah, I'm not like that into socializing all the time. I think like when I move there, like I'm going to want to be like social with everybody and then I'm going to get burned out pretty quickly and then Mm. have to find like a medium. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's that's like the least of my worries, honestly, at this point, because like I have to move like really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm more concerned about that right now. And then like socializing with everybody like secondary on my list. So. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure at some point, but yeah, everybody's moving away. It's OK. I'll be fine. Everybody's leaving in January. It should be fine. I'll figure it out. It's it. It'll be it'll be a surprise for me. Oh. But <laughs> speaking of things that are a surprise to me and maybe some others, um, so the surprise is uh, Harsha 
has a question, and I know I just made a huge build up to fucking <laughs> introducing a question, but that's where we're at. Here it is. <laughs> Take it away, Buckle. Yeah, so um, I'm actually taking a class right now, a marketing class. Mm, uh, just because wow. it's cheaper to take it now than so spontaneous of you during school. <laughs> um, so on. yeah, we have to do like fucking discussion posts every week. True, um, mm, but this week, this week it was um, identify a brand that has effective marketing. Mm. So I'm just curious, like without like I didn't do any research for mine, so it just came came to me. So I was wondering what brand comes to your mind first. And then I'll let you guess what brand what brand came to my mind, and Haran already knows the answer though. <laughs> what brand has effective marketing? Yeah. Oh, there's a big one. I feel like Apple. Yeah. I feel like Apple's marketing is always crazy. Yeah, I can see Apple. Although maybe actually maybe there's some better brands. I'm trying to think. Is there a brand that like where you like remember or have a vivid memory like seeing an ad and you're like I'm getting this or like I need to get a product from this person like right now or this company right now? The, the best ad that. I remember seeing recently, and I don't watch a lot of ads honestly, so that's the problem. Other than I guess on Instagram, but like during mm -hmm. the Super Bowl, the Coinbase like QR code that bounced from side to side, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was a really good fucking yeah ad. Like it got everyone curious, like what the hell it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what I learned is class is that marketing is more than just selling and advertising. So it's not just ads. It could be like product other placement. things. Like branding? Yeah. I feel like other Apple things. as a whole is probably... <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, like a customer loyalty is a big part oh, of marketing too. Like Apple like then. I mean, Apple, dude. But we also just spent a lot of time like talking about like Tesla. Um, I feel like maybe not them marketing, just the way like Elon markets like himself just like yeah. a public figure um and the, the like everybody knows that he's that's true this man always stays in the news cycle i feel like yeah. or like say somewhat relevant in like yeah. culture um i'm trying to think about like products because i feel like i'm more marketed or like i get more marketing from like figures than products themselves because i feel like i used to be like pretty naive with like oh I don't know, like this person endorsed this, so I have to buy it. I mean, when I say like naive, I mean like in like middle school or maybe high school. Maybe like Nike. Yeah, yeah, Nike's. Definitely I was thinking Nike. Maybe when I was in high school and like when like growing up with like basketball and everything, I think Jordan Brand did a good job of mm. like appealing to athletes. I think even like colleges and shit, like when you're applying to schools and stuff, when they try and sell themselves to you, I think like they do like a pretty efficient job with trying to like lure you in i don't know is it the same for like grad school too or are they not like market as hard because it's a smaller pool i don't think they work as hard personally because i feel like if you're looking to go to grad school then you probably already have an idea of like what you want to do like what program you know that stuff whereas like undergrad i feel like people just apply like wherever kind of you know what i mean yeah. like it's a lot less like high stakes and also less expensive I would say graduate school, at least for like my field, like I think the the most marketing I would see is just like what they put on the website about like the research they're doing. Cause I feel that's like the biggest draw for like STEM people at least, like research doing mm -hmm. research in grad school, and then like you know they'll just like pub they'll just like publicize like what the professors are doing, the research they're doing. I feel like that's like kind of the draw people have to go into certain schools. And I guess yeah, Stanford said they had no research, so that's why I went there. <laughs> so I guess they're pub they that worked. So all good answers. Um, you guys want to guess what I, what brand I picked? 
Uh, originally, I was going to say Nike, but I feel like it's not anymore. Lobos? Um, Dominoes. <laughs> Effective marketing, for sure. What about Papa John? You want, you want uh, Papa John nah. in, in you? No, so I'll share a little bit about what I what I wrote. Um, and you can add, like, pictures and stuff to make your mm-hmm. thing look, support your argument. Basically. You added so, pictures? Yeah, I had some pictures. I really went all out because I really felt passionate about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I was going to pick Apple. I was on the phone with Umberto when I was doing this, and I was like, oh, what, what company should I pick? And then the first thing I said was Apple. She was like, nah, it's kind of lame. Like, everyone's going to pick Apple. It's so obvious. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then I was going to pick Nike, but that was like the example in the textbook, so I didn't want to pick oh. that. So then I had to go to the, my third brand that I use a lot, which is Domino's. <laughs> you use a lot. <laughs> uh, you know, they uh, provide uh, a lot Sustenance. of transparency oh. transparency <laughs> to their customers, which improves like the, it lowers the cost basically for customer value because of the mm. Domino's pizza tracker. You know exactly where your pizza is at all times. And you know how long you have to wait to fend off your hungry stomach. That's actually word for word from my discussion. (laughs) 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 Fend off your hungry stomach. I'm going to use it. Next time I hang up, I'm going to say that. Oh, so don't mind me. I'm trying to fend off my hungry stomach. Don't mind me. I'm just fending right now. (laughs) (laughs) They call uh, me Fendi. (laughs) They call me Fendi. They also like really care about the environment, which helps the tr- bottom line. Uh, because they are partnering with Neuro, that self-driving. Did you find this part. out before? <laughs> you did. This oh, I, I saw the ads. I just googled it a little bit. Oh, okay. okay. And then, like, I saw the ad for the self-driving delivery thing. Um, and that car has like zero emissions, uh, so they say on their website. So mm. like, I wrote really <laughs> talked about that. Then I talked about how in India, like pizza is different. Domino's is different. They have like actually Indian curries on pizza, so it's like mm. you know catering to different audiences. Uh, and then I finished up with my favorite part, which is talking about the advert TV advertisements. I talked about um, how like I just des- we just decided to get pizza one day because my dad saw an ad, uh, and then also they have an ad for since gas is expensive, you get twenty percent off everything on the menu right now. So I put a picture. Hey, in if you ad. if you pick it up, yeah. Mm. And also, yeah, if you pick it up, they're like, oh, you're your own delivery driver, so you get credit to your next. Uh, Mm. order which is you know customer loyalty and stuff mm. yeah what do you guys think did you, did you see what other people wrote as a discussion poster yes yeah, so i was the first one <laughs> <So> <laughs> everyone put dominoes the ones i respond i had to respond to two of them so i just picked the two under mine it was apple and then the nfl mm. Mm. so i think yeah, nfl I think, made, I think you made a good argument man i think you do well thank you what the hell kind so of now, effective like, marketing does nfl use Man, they they try to over like compensate like they do tons of like so like during Hispanic Heritage Month, which it is right now, and like during like Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and mm-hmm. bro, they just try to like overcompensate pretty much for their like overly male white audience, right. <laughs> um, and they try and like make themselves seem more diverse. At least this is what, like how I see it. Uh, I mean, they do a lot of like community outreach programs yeah, too. I, I think. I but mean, is like, that marketing? That's just. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, I mean, like, it's associated with the name. Like they yeah. have like a whole. I forgot. Yeah, what the, it provides good social impact. You know. I, the know. I feel like NFL. Like, Are you start talking like this from now on? I feel like the NFL has to do no marketing <laughs> no. because. I feel what? like the NFL has to do no marketing because if there's a game, you're gonna watch it. You know what I mean? It's not like 
Yeah, but that's the the product of the marketing is the fact that the, yeah. if there's a game, you're gonna watch it. Yeah, but the thing, like, the thing is, like, if they if they do all these other stuff outside of the the game to like appeal yeah. to larger audiences, that's just helping promote the product. In and general. like the work they did before, like, kind of like ingratiated themselves into like American culture, to where like it's the number one sport in the U.S. Where probably like forty years ago, it was baseball. I think where it was like the, they call it like I think America's pastime. And, like, now, like, football, like, the Super Bowl is the most, like, highly yeah. televised event in the world. Yeah. And, like. And, like, Adipo's still trying to, like, broaden their range to the world. Yeah. Right? Like, they have all these, like, international games. That right. Into and, and, like, used to not be able to, like, do things on Sundays because people went to church. But, like, now people associate with, like, you're not doing anything on Sunday because right. men are watching football all day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, that kind of shit. So. Yeah. Okay, fair. Like altered American culture in their own way, which is like kind of crazy, also kind of weird, but yeah. Would you have it any other way though? I mean, like, I kind of wish it wasn't from like 1 p.m. to like 12:30 a.m. Oh, like, move to the straight. West Coast, man. <laughs> 10 a.m. Okay, I wish it wasn't from like what <laughs> 10 to 10, 10 to 11. No, it ends 10 to like 9. Eight. I don't know. It's just man, yeah, no. it's a lot. If you like, if you watch it like now, we have to watch. I have to watch it where it's fantasy, where you have to watch like every fucking game because like, you have players in every fucking game, so you have to watch it. And it's just you don't have to watch it, but you just got you can just fall on your phone. What's going on? Yeah, but you know, you feel no, like I mean, I also wa- I watch like everything, so I can't even. So, like, I like how I watch soccer now, where like I just watch the games that are important to me, and then I could just not care about the other kind of things. I can watch highlights of the other games. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. It is what it is. I feel like sports marketing is just like its own other thing and like when it comes to like sports washing and like the middle east and how like all these middle eastern like equity firms are taking over teams and trying to it's just a whole different battle that's that's another topic for another day like if every nfl game had a halftime performance would you be in like would you be all in no, because then they would all go to dog shit. They start bringing on like local talent, like fuckers or something. Like, <laughs> local talent, like, <laughs> like fucking, uh, like people would like I don't know, like in like the south, south more southern games, people would, like cowboy boots and cowboy hats and shit, and maybe like some country music. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck off. Um, yeah, but shout out Red Panda though. She's like, <laughs> why are you laughing so hard? Because <laughs> you're so so fucked. <laughs> You just said there's gonna be a local talent for us. Also, it's gonna go big, bro. They need they need these platforms to go big. What do you? No, mean? What I don't do you think the NFL them? halftime shows. What? I, I don't think the NFL halftime show is a great place for them to, you know, be. No, well, I mean there's like there's like a sixty thousand people in the crowd. There's people watching at home if they televise that part. So, I mean, I feel like any at that point, like any audience is good, like good to have. Hmm. Sure. Maybe, maybe I during, guess my question is, how could NFL? Is it just the pro, like the game is just not entertaining to you? I'm saying, like, is there any way they could they could I advertise think, themselves that make it appealing to you? I think um, the commentary. I think, <laughs> I think the commentary is like really catered to people who already know the game and the sport and the people, the players That's specifically. Like it's too, te- too technical. They, yeah, it's not even that. Honestly, I feel like if they give me a reason to be like, if they if they give me a reason to be invested in these players by telling the story or like how they came up mm-hmm. like where they like uh, <laughs> you should fully shit you're just contradicting yourself what are you, are you doing that on purpose no 
Dude, Dude, literally last Thursday night football, you were saying you're saying this Chris Collins is not fucking talking about anything about football right now. We're literally talking about all the more bullshit right now about these players. Like, why don't you just talk about like what's happening on the field? You said that like word yeah. for word. <laughs> I can't tell you. Okay, so okay, maybe maybe I'm saying it incorrectly then. So I'll give you an example, right? Okay, okay. With the F1 documentary, right? And I know football is a way bigger sport than F1 in terms of like the players and all that type of shit, mm-hmm. right? But with the F1 documentary that was on Netflix. They really deep dived into, into the drivers. each of the like the drivers, the teams, the di- dynamics between the teams, um, and like that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Which Wait, made you have me, HBO Max, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you have, do you have HBO Max? Yeah. All right, watch Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's watch like that. Hey, okay, actually, look, watch. Watch a couple episodes and then and then come back to the podcast. Okay. And then yeah, yeah. Watch the most recent ones and then just watch Lions games. So you'll be good. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like, the documentary was a way for me to gain that information that I did not have before. No, I get right? yeah. And now that 100%. I'm invested in the players, it's a lot easier for me to be like, oh, you know what? Like he's playing. Like this guy is uh, like in first place right now. He was doing so shit last year. Like this is how he like you know this is how he's improving. Like this is how. He's like competing against his like natural rival, whatever, all this type of shit, right? Yeah. And to you, that that stuff I feel like is pretty known because you guys follow it year on year, right? But they mm-hmm. don't make that information very clear or known to the people that are watching the games pretty casually, like every once in a while, right? Right. So like what I'm saying is the only place that they could potentially do that and try to draw me in better is through the commentary. But the commentary, like the commentary, if they talk about the players, it's like super fucking like bullshit like it's not it's not um like thought out or anything and i know it's live right so but like you can still prepare shit for when like stuff is going on you know what i mean like it doesn't have to be so brain dead and then also this fucking chris collinsworth guy he's talking dude he doesn't even talk about football he doesn't even talk about football hey al (laughs) yeah but i feel like part of what you're saying is like so you watch the the drive to survive right and that's something mm-hmm. outside of like would you get that background if you just watched all of the f1 races no no but i like about the do, drivers yeah 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 you wouldn't but i do think i would learn maybe maybe because it's like a smaller sport mm-hmm. like smaller in terms of like population right i feel like i would i would learn more than yeah because the commentary in f1 is generally pretty good in comparison to nfo i would say would you not but F1 commentary is more definitely more geared towards they they don't like talk about personal life outside of the, like the race like when the race starts it's like pretty much just them talking about like well they're just, they're just like pinpoint because like I mean the, the as soon as the race starts after a couple of laps like mm-hmm. drivers are pretty far apart so there's like different battles going on yeah mm-hmm. so like they like they focus pretty heavily on the race I feel like they don't really talk much about like off the but, the but track stuff yeah, during but, the race at least but wouldn't you agree that like they they say more stuff like Oh, like th- they refer to like the the drivers like previous teams or something. If he's like competing against his previous team and like all yeah, I mean shit. they'll 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 draw to that. But I mean like I feel like the, the reason why I like the commentary in the race is because like well the, there's always the one guy that does it. And he's like super like the lead commentator is like always like super into it. And he's mm-hmm. super exciting to listen to. But I think, I think the most important thing to me is that like they do a good job of each race like explaining like what each team's strategy is like on their outside in yeah and look outside looking in and then like also just like. Yeah, like I feel like they, they just like explain what's happening really well to yeah. like a person that doesn't know what's going on at all. Like they're like, mm-hmm. oh, why are you using hard tires? Like, they'll be like, oh, they're using hard tires because of certain like conditions of like right. certain stuff like that. And I feel like they don't really like care to talk about like the off the like race like 
antics that drivers are going yeah. through, which I yeah. which I appreciate. I feel like it's a good thing that they just focus on what's happening on the race day. Yeah, and I should also call out that maybe I have some sort of like I guess survivor bias because I don't watch a lot of NFL anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm I'm not fully aware of like all the commentary and all that shit. But when I've seen every time I've seen it with you guys. The commentators are always talking about something that is so unrelated. And I, I, I know that for a fact because every time I watch football, I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? And I say that to you guys and you're like, yeah, yeah. So maybe it is good here and there. But in the games that I have, I have watched yeah, yeah, personally, yeah. it's very poor. I understand that. Yeah. Hopefully, Tarun can find a, a way to appreciate the art that is <laughs> the NFL. Even though... I can say that sometimes uh, they get a little too handsy. Isn't that right, Harsha? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just leave that that towel unturned. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, this is the conclusion, just to make it 100% clear. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to all of our life recaps. Uh, oh, it's one thing we didn't mention, uh, you know, the end of summer session, surprise. Uh, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you made it to the end of this episode, uh, you are the first to hear. Uh, summer sessions is over. Uh, we had our last episode last week with Carl and Naomi. It went really well. So, yeah, we want to thank all of our guests who came on uh, throughout the whole summer. Uh, we will be hopefully going back to our like alternating schedule of guest and non non guest every other week. Uh, going to be a busy time, especially given all the life events we talked about this whole episode, but I think we'll make it work. And, uh, you know, if you're a new guest and uh, you'd like to come on the show, you know, make sure you hit us up on, uh, at an interesting discussion on Instagram. Oh, we'll fuck, be, we're find new guest, man. <laughs> we'll be more than, more than happy to have you come on, uh, or if you're an old guest and you want to come on and you haven't been on the last like two months, then everybody's welcome. You know, anybody, if you have anybody that you know, maybe they don't listen and you think they'd be a great fit, you know, just reach out. We would be, would love to have them on. Anyway, that's the end of that blurb. Uh, thanks for a great summer sessions. We hope you guys enjoyed that. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, like I say, you can catch us on Instagram at an interesting discussion. You can catch us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon, uh, Microsoft Outlook, um, iCloud. Oh, you use Outlook? God, that sucks. I know. I fucking hate it. Um, <laughs> what else is down there on the taskbar? Uh, FaceTime. Star CCM Plus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Star Trek. SimCenter 3D, NX, Adobe Acrobat, Ansys, Calendar, App Fluid, Store, System um, Preferences, Java, System Preferences, <laughs> and finally, OneDrive. So, OneDrive. Uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed. Once again, thanks for an awesome summer sessions, and we will see you all next week. Woo! All right. Bye. 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 Bye.